0: the wind and today's first pitch it's in there called strike and we're underway at the corner of Carnegie and Ontario all right what was the pitch in the last inning you know bro on run pitch Driving the Indians into October!
1: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another installment of Rockin' at the Jake. I'm your host, Tom Athene, and with me, as always, Amari McPherson. Amari, how was your All-Star week and your weekend?
0: Um, Terrible. Not really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> only because... <laughs> Only because there was no Indians baseball. I'm like, my goodness, we gotta wait until what was it, Friday for us to, to play and then we're on the West Coast. So then instead of seven o'clock, we had to wait till nine thirty, ten o'clock. It was it was a whole thing. But um I mean we got off to a poor start, but but ended the weekend nice. So um I mean it was nice to to the all star break in general. Obviously we'll touch on that in a little bit, kinda give the team a break, but all star festivities were A treat to watch. Uh, I'm probably one of the few people in America that paid close attention to it. Um, But, no, it was fun. And then, uh, like I said, getting back to some regular season baseball with the Indians. So, looking forward to the second half.
1: You and me both. I know one thing that I want to touch on uh, was this year's tribute to, honestly, the greatest baseball player of all time, uh, Mr. Hank Aaron. Uh, All the players at the Home Run Derby wore 44 in his honor. Uh, We're going to miss him dearly because he's been a phenomenal ambassador for the game over the course of not only his career, but his lifetime.
0: Yeah, even after his career was over.
1: The man. The absolute man.
0: Yeah, I thought uh, all the players wearing – his 44 at the Home Run Derby was a really nice touch. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, the only, it's not even a gripe. I think the only unfortunate part was that, um, you know, it was moved out of Atlanta um, for reasons that, you know, people can debate about whatever, you know, whether it was a good choice or not. Um, but having it in Atlanta would have been, uh, it would have just made it 10 times better. I think obviously the, the uh, opening video before the all-star game was very touching having his uh his wife out at home plate and giving him a signed jersey and a signed picture or not signed um it was a painting uh, not a picture uh from a local artist in denver it was a really nice touch um but having it in atlanta would have just kind of really driven it home obviously he played for the braves uh for the bulk of his career um, if not his entire career. I don't have it up in front of me. He played two decades. I mean, that's, that's crazy as it is. A 25-time All-Star, I believe. Um, some people don't even play 25 years. Uh, so to be an All-Star for that many years uh, says a lot um, about his talent and his hard work. And playing uh, still in uh, an era where Uh, Racism was, I would say, more rampant than it is now. Obviously, chasing down uh, the home run record and facing death threats and things like that. Um, A a great ball player, but an an even better man, as cliche as it sounds, but it's true in his case. Uh, So he'll definitely be missed. Yeah, 23
1: major league seasons. Uh, 21 with the Milwaukee and Atlanta Braves, and then he spent two years with the Brewers. Unreal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And to, and to do it under some of the worst circumstances, I think that any professional baseball player should have to endure at times. Mm-hmm. Especially chasing, chasing Ruth like he had to do. And he still... The career leader and runs batted in, total bases and extra base hits. A first ballot Hall of Famer in 1982, 97.8% of the vote. You got to wonder who the one or two assholes were. Yeah. uh, Like, (laughs) what?
0: (laughs) I I don't know who was trying to – someone had a vendetta against them. I don't know. But obviously someone with that talent and that those accolades should definitely deserve to be in first ballot.
1: But you are correct. He was a 25 time all-star, a world series champion, national league MVP, three gold gloves, two NL batting crowns, four NL home run leaders, four NL RBI leaders, Uh, His number's retired by Atlanta and Milwaukee. He's a Braves Hall of Famer, the American Family Field Walk of Fame, the Milwaukee Brewers Wall of Honor, Major League Baseball All-Century Team. And you just got to wonder, and for those of you who listen to us with your children, please cover their ears. I'll give you a second to do that. What cocksucker doesn't want Hank Aaron to be the first (laughs) 100% Hall of Famer? Yeah. He definitely deserved it. Okay, you can uncover the kid's ears now, but unreal. Unbelievable. I just – wow. But super super amazing. um, And then to get into the winner, Alonzo. Alonzo hit quite possibly a middling (laughs) – player's career home run total in one night.
0: Yeah, he was unbelievable. I mean...
1: Granted, he's getting that Denver help, but
0: holy shit. Yeah, I mean, even still, I mean... he uh, Being in Denver, yeah, with the thin air... um,
1: You still got to hit the
0: ball. Yeah, you still got to hit the ball. Uh, Righties definitely have an advantage in that ballpark because you don't have to battle with that high wall and right field. But, I mean, every... He hit no cheap home runs. I mean, I watched every swing he took. Every home run he hit was a no-doubter. A couple of them almost hit the scoreboard. Uh, I mean, he put on an absolute show.
1: Very unbelievable. Uh, the the people's favorite, uh, Shohei Otani, did not win, which – I know I was surprised by that but then that dude would have had to go out and hit like 150 to beat to
0: beat Alonzo. Yeah. He um, he so didn't disappoint some... either though, even though he didn't win, he definitely dis- didn't disappoint.
1: Yeah. I, my pick was going to be Volati Jr, but he didn't participate. Um which I just love the I loved his dad as a player. Mm-hmm. Uh, because his father was the J.R. Smith of hitting, except he didn't <laughs> miss as often.
0: One of the um, best bad ball hitters in, in baseball. It's like, like not the best. It's, like, it's it,
1: him and Yogi Berra are 1A and 1B. Like, Yogi Berra was legendary for being able to hit anything you threw at him as long as he could get the bat on the ball.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then it's Vladimir Guerrero Sr., uh, so Vlad Vlad Jr. and Vlad senior join a legendary uh, group of father son duos to have what is it hit a home run and win the all-star MVP mm-hmm. in the same game mm-hmm. I think there's only what three of them now it's uh, Bobby and Barry, Ken and Ken and now Vlad and Vlad. Wow. unprecedented unbelievable love the kid that plays for toronto fantastic that he you know gets to represent a canadian baseball team just like his father did and more importantly the american league won the all-star game so suck it all you dodger fans go fuck yourselves yeah
0: i i it's probably um an unpopular opinion but i didn't mind um Having home field advantage in the World Series, kind of that, you know, being the stakes of the World Series, I could see where uh, it could cause some uh, backlash, if you will. Uh, most notably, I think in 2016 when we had home field advantage, but the Cubs had the better uh, regular season uh, record. Um, so for for those reasons, obviously, people won't like it. But I, I like <clears> – <throat> the days that the leagues were truly separate and it's a battle of who's the better league, you know, and one league's all-stars going against the other and who's going to win. And for seven or eight years now, it's been the American league. Um, Even though the last couple world series winners have come from the national league, uh, at, at least I guess the American league can hang their hat on winning the midsummer classic.
1: It gives it something to play for. Exactly. Other than that, it's just an exhibition of who's trying to hit the ball out of the park the most, what relievers are going to get the most strikeouts or something. I mean, it didn't hurt Shane Bieber that he made his all-star appearance in Cleveland and pitched lights out. So, Yahtzee. But uh, one – I think one notable snub from this Cleveland Indians team, uh, James Karinchak. Indeed, indeed. Other than kind of being a little colorful at times. (laughs) A little bit. That shouldn't have precluded him from being an all-star this season. Hopefully he gets the nod next year. Uh, We did have Jose Ramirez uh, get to play. And I don't, I don't know that we sent anyone else. No, that was it.
0: Only two this year. Who was the other one? Oh, it was Jose and Shane. They sent Bieber again this year. Yeah, he was an all star.
1: No, not this year.
0: This year, yeah. How the Hey, hey he. That, that's how good he is.
1: I'm not disagreeing with how good Cy Bieber is, but...
0: Oh, of course. But yeah, he was he was an all-star this year.
1: That's so wild of me. I gotta look this up. Like, I don't... Yeah, he was named an all-star. Holy shit.
0: hmm
1: I mean, granted, I mean, you wanna... he's still probably in the top... At least in strikeouts. If not in Major League Baseball.
0: I think, at least for the – I can't remember if it was the American League or all the baseball. Uh, he was, like, tied for second or third. So, I want to say the American League in strikeouts. But you want to talk about a guy from, from the Indians who should have made it, uh, who we talk about being a dark horse Cy young war winner is Aaron I mean, he absolutely
1: total snub.
0: Yeah, going into the All-Star break, he was still uh, tied for the lead in wins, <clears throat> um, even though he hasn't played – in about three weeks, three, four weeks. Uh, and tied with uh, Chris Bassett, who, again, we'll get into it later, who started Saturday's game uh, against the Indians. But, um, yeah, he definitely should have made it. if We want to talk about some all-star snubs.
1: You're absolutely correct about that. Um, so it's good to see the American League show out and do their thing. Hopefully Shane Bieber is a little – Gets a little closer to uh, being ready to come back and play for the Sons of Geronimo. And back to baseball on
0: Friday. What a heartbreaker. Oh, uh, yeah. Breaking that uh, that mini winning streak we had. What, all of what, three games in
1: a rainout? <laughs> hey, that, that, that's all you need for a streak. It's true. We win one today, that's two. We win tomorrow, that's called a winning streak. It has happened before.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Ah, man. Good to get it done against Oakland, though. Always good to win against good baseball teams.
0: Absolutely. And we have a terrible uh, road record against the A's in Oakland. So it's good to come out of there with a three-game series win, One, two out of the three, that first game, we unfortunately lost on a walk off home run. Uh, you know, it happens, but that, that game being the only thing between us and a six game winning streak. Very true. Mm And then yesterday,
1: yesterday, what a nail biter, uh, I was actually at my producer's wedding, uh, game casting. The end of that game during the ceremony, not the ceremony. I'm not the asshole who uh, has this has the game on during the ceremony. But at the beginning of the reception, I was definitely the asshole paying attention to uh, the Cleveland Indians. I mean, I wouldn't blame you. Uh, they, they? I mean, listen. And it was it was a beautiful ceremony. The sun came out right as everything was getting started even though we had to move indoors to make sure that we didn't get rained on. Uh, for two wonderful and beautiful people that I'm privileged and proud to call my friends, it was a great day for it. Fantastic ceremony. Can't ask for a better start to a marriage than that. But yeah. front mail, dude, dude. hit
0: an awesome. absolute bomb.
1: Like, I'm, I wasn't sure uh, when I'd gotten the notification and I'd saw it. There had been about a 10-minute delay, and I'm still not sure that ball had landed. <laughs> Good to get it done against – and I was against – did Bassett throw today or yesterday?
0: He threw Saturday.
1: Good to get it done against Bassett. Bassett's oh, turning into one of the top pitchers. Oh, was that today?
0: No, uh, it might have been today, yeah. He didn't throw yesterday.
1: Well, that's good. Either way, we ended up beating, at some point this weekend, someone who's turning into one of the top pitchers in the American League. And I'm sure A's fans would love for him to be in contention at the end of the season for Asai Young. I just because it's been a while since they've had one. Because I think, I think their last might have been Barry Zito.
0: I think you are right. Uh, but talking about Chris Bassett, yeah, again, he was tied for the lead with Aaron Tavali, and the Indians made sure that he did not take that lead by beating him today. He got his third loss, uh, still pitched seven innings, only gave up three, uh, didn't walk anybody, struck out eight. Um, he's definitely a uh, top notch pitcher. Uh, who deserved his All Star nod, and obviously we talk about Savali, who probably should have gone, but you know we won't dwell on that. Um, but yeah, winning four two today, uh, kind of hitting him around. Um, winning a close game, it was only four um, to two. You love to see it. I mean, it was a great game all around. I think. What's well, and it's good to,
1: like I said, it's always good to win. Against teams that play well.
0: And on the road.
1: Correct. Especially for, against a team that we traditionally don't play well against. Trying to find the list of Cy Young winners for the A's. I'm sure X got to be one of them. There's no way Dennis Eckersley didn't win a Cy Young. Scrolling through their managers, yeah, yeah, Connie Mack, Jimmy Fox, bunch of legends. Ah, it doesn't have it. That's okay. This isn't an Oakland A's show. All right, so let's see. it feels like we're gonna have a short night tonight, but that could change at any time. Yeah, we can get off to any any type of rant. You never know. It could happen. I mean, we did start on a little bit of one about one of the greats, the all-time greats in uh, Major League Baseball, which almost feels like an insult to go right into uh, who our pick for our picks for Indians of the week
0: are. Are right, we getting right into it? We might as well. Okay.
1: It's our show. We make the rules.
0: You want to start sure.
1: off? Sure. I'll, I'm going to throw a bone to a guy who – Uh, I've been high on for a couple years that probably most other Indians fans are probably sick to death of. So, my Indian of the week is Bradley Zimmer. Uh, This week, Zim uh, Shady. Five for 12. Hit 417, one home run. His first home run, I think, since 2018. Has it been that long? He hasn't played basically in. The better part of two and a half three years, 2018, really? 2019. Jesus. Four runs batted in. I I was just excited to see him get a hit a home run. And he hit a no-doubter to center field. Mm-hmm. So it's Definitely. you know, you're looking for him, you know, to kind of put it together. And we've talked about this before about whether or not you know the Indians are gonna be buyers or sellers at the all star break, or excuse me, at the trade deadline. You don't know right now. You know, we're only three, maybe four games over 500 again. We're basically a third-place team in any other division. We're pretty far outside the wild card for where I think we should be at this time of the year. So to have a guy like Bradley Zimmer starting to put together a decent stretch of baseball, it's going to help. Especially with Eddie Rosario being out. Not knowing if you're going to be able to count on Jose Ramirez because he could be in one of those stretches where he's just trying too hard to put the team on his back. Nice to have a guy like Bradley Zimmer who can field his position and start to hit a little bit. Didn't strike out a ton this week, so that's good. (laughs) That's always good. Kind of a problem. Yeah. Uh, Which will bring me into who is your... Belly Up Sports Cleveland Indian of the Week.
0: Yeah, before I get into that, I want to just piggyback off of uh, you know your pick for Indian of the Week and Bradley Zimmer. Um, they talked about it on the broadcast a lot how <clears throat> his lack of power. He's uh, when he's in the when he's in the batter's box, he, he doesn't have the same presence that he he used to, and for some, whatever reason, he's not getting his power. But as we all know, you know. Home runs are going to come. And as we've seen today, he finally got one. Uh, for people who don't know, Tito put him in the leadoff spot uh, today and actually hit a leadoff home run. Uh, so, immediately getting a return on his investment. Um, you know, we're one of the better teams when we score first. That's what we did today. We ended it with the win. Uh, he got three hits today, drove in three runs. Um, Zimmer is kind of one of those guys that you want to see do well because if you base it off of his age he's probably on his last legs with his team if he doesn't produce and he in my opinion he's at, at the very least an above average center fielder with a, a pretty good arm I think um so if his offense could get it together I think you don't you won't have any problems running him out there in center field day in and day out um but with that being said my pick for Indiana of the Week, is actually going to be – he's making his debut this year, and that is Roberto Perez. Uh, He just recently returned from his injury, his thumb injury, from being on the injury list for uh, several weeks Um, in his last seven games. He's only hitting .259, but he does have three home runs and six RBI. We know his power has been down um, since his first full season as a starting catcher which I believe was 2018. Uh, but in his last two games, he is three for eight uh, and, and has driven in three runs. So uh, he is my choice for Indian of the week. And I actually have an honorable mention, and that is to Daniel Johnson, who today hit his first major league home run. And uh, over his last two games, is hitting 500. Um, <laughs> his first major league home run is today. I, if you ask Jensen Lewis, he probably still thinks that um, his first major league hit was last week or whenever it was. Uh, but we won't we won't blame him. He has a lot on his plate, but uh, you know the average isn't there. But again, I wanted to throw him a bone for hitting his first major league home run back in the Bay Area. He had family in attendance, so that's always special to do. Uh, so that is my choice for Indian of the Week, Roberto Perez. Love it.
1: Yet, yeah, to give a correction on Bradley Zimmer's statistics, uh, he went 8-for-23 this week or in the last seven games. Two home runs, six runs batted, and two stolen bases. He hit three forty-eight with 423 609 which little bad math real quick gives him a 1,033 OPS. I'll take that.
0: Yeah, take that all
1: day. Absolutely. Considering in this stretch, he's just above what his typical marks for uh, on base and well over his average and his slugging. So you'll take that from Bradley Zimmer uh, mm-hmm. in the past week. So Absolutely, absolutely exciting to see some of these guys who you just –
0: can we can we touch on one thing before we head out of here?
1: Absolutely, dude. This is our show. We make. I,
0: I yeah. This isn't a good thing. I just want to highlight something. Uh, Bobby Bradley. Uh, over the last eight days, which has only been three games, is uh, hitting o ninety one. Oh, and, we're
1: taking a CLE Tribecast shot, and
0: <laughs> his his that that drops his his average this year to two twenty five. Um. Again, this isn't this isn't me trying to pile on the guy. I hope he gets it together. I would love for him to be the everyday first baseman, um, but I think this is just kind of a a hold our horses to everybody who wanted to coronate him as the <laughs> the team's MVP because uh, he did get off to a hot start and he does hit home runs. But right now, it's kind of looking like three to three true outcomes: walk, strikeout, or home run. Um, and he he he's hit some some hard balls. Sometimes you got to be lucky. His on base percentage is still three twenty three. I'll take that. Um, but yeah, uh, let's 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 uh, to Bobby. Let's get it together because uh, we've seen some bad offense from our first baseman this year. Uh, we were hoping that it didn't continue. Uh, to everybody else, let's hold our horses. I don't think Bobby Bradley is a scrub or a bust. He's still only 25. He might be 26 now, but he's still young. So let's let's give it some time.
1: Absolutely. I hope that Bobby Bradley develops. It's just I very selfishly don't want him to win rookie of the year because as much as I love
0: he he's not going to. I tweeted no. I tweeted that a couple weeks ago. He's not going to. He's still technically he's still a rookie through this season and for his career which has spanned, what, three seasons now. His career average is 212. He's not going to win Rookie of the Year. No.
1: So as as one of our gentle parting shots to our good friends over at the Mark One Sports Podcast, CLE Tribecast, hosted by Jeremy Lawless and Kevin Sleds, along with their new uh, special tribe correspondent, Todd Paquette, uh, who we get a ton of our info from, honestly.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, he's been blowing up my – recording this show with his updates on uh, Indians minor leaguers for the past week and how they're doing over the season. Uh, Dude is invaluable. We love him. We've been trying to get him on our show uh, for a couple weeks now. Uh, I know coming up uh, when we face the Blue Jays, we're going to have Graham Wallace – and Julie Mulholland, who are some of our friends over at Belly Up as well. Uh, Graham uh, is a is a very avid Blue Jays fan, and his one of the baseball interns over at Belly Up, our parent network. Uh, Julie is a Cleveland Indians fan, so this is going to be fun. We're going to bring some Belly Up into this, which. You know, we love being part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network where we we do what you don't. Um, and we're excited. You know, we're excited to keep expanding and uh, bringing in people that are, you know, valued members of our podcasting team. And yeah, man, I, I really think that about does it for our All-Star Week wrap-up.
0: Yeah, it was a short week. We obviously, we only played three games. Uh, not a lot to touch on. Uh, I do want to give a quick look ahead if I could find the schedule. I know we are in Houston for the next three days. Yikes. Um, yeah, yikes, because we all saw what happened the last time we played Houston. And then we have four games against Tampa Bay, which, if I'm not mistaken, the last time we played those two teams, they were back-to-back as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the next the next seven games are streak. going to be uh, not a test, but they're going to be interesting because uh, we're on the road in Houston, and then we come back home for the race. So that'll be nice. Um, but yeah, we gave, we we got a challenge ahead of us the next two series.
1: I Definitely very important series as the front office is going to have to figure out: uh, are we buyers or sellers going into the All-Star All Star right, break? Damn it into the trade deadline. Let's see if we can get a uh, shot count of how many times I'm going to fuck that one up.
0: <laughs> um, I love a good drinking uh, game.
1: I, it's always a drinking game. Uh, yeah. We like to have a good time here at uh, Rockin' at the Jake, and while we do condone the responsible consumption of adult beverages so long as you are you know, of that particular age of majority, we also do expect you to consume responsibly. Uh, we do not advocate uh, certain reckless behaviors that can be associated with uh, the consumption of alcohol and related substances. It's just a bad time. Yeah. Uh, but with that... Um... Where can our loyal listeners and new friends find you on Twitter? You can
0: find me on Twitter. That's where I am the most, at Amari underscore M17. That's one seven. Uh, For the first time since September, I actually wrote on my blog, and it is about the Indians again. Just kind of a recap on what uh, the major storylines going into the All-Star break have been. Uh, So if you go on my my page is actually my pinned tweet if you go on my profile, but you can also, also click my link tree. You can find all my links in there, my blog, uh, different websites I've written for, um, Twitch, Instagram, all that good stuff. So just updated my blog. So go check it out. Give it a read, leave a comment, like it, repost it, do everything uh, and, and let me know how you feel about it. But um, as, as always, again, you could follow us on our Twitter profile for the show, Rockin' Jake Pod. Um, send us questions, uh, you know, send comments, give us game predictions, things of that nature. Uh, so yeah, I'm throwing it to you, Tom.
1: You guys can find me on Twitter at Matheny underscore six. Uh, been, a, been kind of slacking off a little bit lately, uh, with this new job. I work afternoons, so I'm not necessarily, you know, always on my phone. Uh, tweeting stuff out, being obnoxious, uh, telling uh, other Indians fans that it's more expensive than they think for a family of four to go to games. As that's always a rant. Um, the good news about our show, we do actually have a real celebrity on now. <laughs> Has been the co-host. We're really happy that Amari got verified. I hope Amari's happy about being verified. It's got to be a weird feeling. It Maybe one day feeling, I'll know what that which... feels like. Yeah. Um, Until next time, you can catch us here at Rockin' at the Jake for Amari McPherson. I'm Tom Matheny. So long, everybody.